This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. You tired, dude? I'm waking up. I'm waking up. It's a new year. I'm waking up. Oh. Okay. Typically, yawning is associated with being tired. Well, no, it's actually gasping for new oxygen. New oxygen. Exactly. You're getting technical here. Don't you wake up? Don't you like bolt up in bed and you go, oh, what a good night's sleep. That's what I was doing. I think he's bored, dude. I think he's bored, Merv. (laughs) He's fucking bored. I'm honed in. I'm ready to go. You got something you need to say, Tanner? (laughs) Slap my face, dude. I'm ready. All right. All right. Let's go. Shit. He just knocked his glasses off. (laughs) <laughs> Give me a second. Anyway, uh, I am joined, of course, by Jake Hurwitz. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby. My new thing is hissing. <laughs> Calder killed it. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got Emily Axford. She who deftly sheared the rat Grumdol Brom's beard. Can I be Petricor? Yeah. Oh, that's great. We're running out of dragon hair, so we can use Grandal's beard to knit new stuff. Perfect. Yeah. You left in me narrating how I sheared the rat, right? <laughs> yeah. Made yeah, yeah. a coat of it. Just a nude rat <laughs> lying there dead. Weird. Ooh. Can I have a rat hat? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I have yeah. some left over. Ooh, uh, and then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Oh, saw Buffo. And oh, wouldn't you know, it's time for another frog fact. Most frogs hibernate buried in the mud at the bottom of the pond. Instead of breathing with their lungs as they would in the summer, they get oxygen they need by absorbing it through their skin from the surrounding mud. Additionally, much like trees, every time a frog goes into hibernation, a new layer of bone grows. You can count the rings to find a frog's age. 
What? That didn't rhyme. <laughs> Wait, you can count the rings on a frog's bones yeah. to find out. That is a dark fact. It'll, and I'm really that's into not okay. It. It'll that's kill the frog. Oh, Don't yeah. do this. <laughs> I'm not I'm not endorsing this. Calliope attacks Saul. <laughs> How old are you really? You have to be lying. <laughs> Surrender your age to me. You look so young. <laughs> I'm 49. Right. Let's go ahead and do a little what recap. Work you had done. So last Last time, you faced off against a juiced-up Gromdahl Bronzebeard. Emily's got the teapot at the ready. No! Yeah. Why did you call New it out? Year, same behavior. Out. <laughs> New Year, same behavior. Bottoms up. Ooh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Pour, mm. Hold it up to the mic. Cheers. Did we- I say that I watched Awesome Powers 3 last night? No. <laughs> Before you ever saw the other two. It's, this is a reference, a of course, while. to D&D Court. <laughs> When we were talking about Austin Powers. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. She's great. watching them in the in the Myers preferred order, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Myers would in never In descending order. That. I'll yeah. be seeing number two next. Okay, great. Uh, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last time you faced off against a juiced up Gromdahl Bronzebeard at yeah, Toy buddy. Box's compound. Yep, yeah, buddy. After recklessly consuming a vial of Alexandrite tincture from Thero Crackarn, Gromdahl used its power to amplify his control over animals gathering an army of sea creatures to the glass just outside the compound. As you watched in horror, Gromdahl gathered the life force of the animals around him, including Honeysuckle, absorbing them all into a whale and turning it into an eldritch monstrosity. Using the Honeysuckle becomes so wee. (laughs) (laughs) Using the unnatural beast, Gromdahl smashed the glass and sent a tidal wave through Toybox's mansion. Meanwhile, mind-controlled members of the Inkling Syndicate attacked from the gate as the puppets defended themselves against the goons. You did your best to help while battling Gromdahl and the monstrosity. Early on, Gromdahl cornered Callie, but she was able to go invisible and escape to a nearby tree. <laughs> as Calder went toe-to-toe with him and Saul helped the puppets, Callie was able to sneak in and deal some major damage. We also saw a new side of Riaris, who got peeved when he saw Saul <laughs> grappled by the whale monstrosity. Yes, he was irked. <laughs> Riaris joined the battle against the syndicate, whose members began to look more and more like eldritch horrors as Gromdahl overloaded them with power. Several times, Gromdahl was brought to the brink of death, but each time managed to summon a surge of Alexandrite magic to save himself. As he did, Calder noticed that he took on more Alexandrite-like features, entering some sort of data collection mode. Mm. Eventually, Gromdahl was able to down Calder and threatened his life, prompting Callie to reveal herself. The juiced-up druid attacked her, but she weathered the blows and dealt a fatal one herself. Or more specifically, Honeysuckle dealt the yeah, blow that's by right. chewing his heart out. Yeah, yeah. very shagadelic. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to keep it in. That's insane. That absolutely sucks. As Gromdahl lay dying, once again looking like Alexandrite, uh, Callie cast detect thoughts and realized that the AI was pulling from Gromdahl's thoughts and memories, focusing specifically on his knowledge of the Feywild. After failing to take Sunair or steal the powers of the Sea Elves, Alexandrite realized that she might have an easier time in the Fey Wild, where there'd be less resistance to the network, given that the people there were already magically connected. 
connected by default. Mm. She knew she needed a planar gate, and the closest is in the frigid north, a giant rift between planes that is currently closed. The only key left on the material plane is called the Ice Knife, a relic hidden below a village of the same name. As Callie relayed this to Calder, he confirmed that this was his hometown, but didn't know that the Ice Knife was an actual relic. Once Gromdahl was dead, his army of Inkling Syndicate goons died as well, and his claim over Honeysuckle was broken. The water outside the bubble darkens to look like the night sky, and you were visited by Oberon, who took Honeysuckle into the stars to protect him, but did send an avatar back to join you. As the Archfey disappeared, you were joined by souped-up avatars of Honeysuckle and Licorice, and that's where we are now. Nice. So... The night sky disappears, and you are back in the wreckage of Toy Box's compound with Kenna, Foster, and your serpents. They can now both be summoned like regular familiars with the Find Familiar spell. And they've gotten a stat improvement. (gasps) You leveled up our worms. I think I look at Calder, and I say, I think I really need to try to teach you this spell. Hmm. Yeah. I'm ready. Calder sits down studiously, crisscross applesauce style. (laughs) And I begin like a dagger dance. Yeah, as you guys take notes uh, and are learning the fine familiar spell from Callie, um, you guys are back in the wreckage of Toybox's compound with Kenna and Foster. (laughs) It's just everything is fucking destroyed here. Yeah, this thing fell apart real quick. Was there like some foundational issues or something? Yes, of course. I did not get it inspected by the city. (laughs) This checks out, yeah. Built without permits. Of course. (laughs) A lot of of hidden tunnels under there. Uh, You look around and you do see that, uh, as we established last episode, the psychic wizards of Sunair don't know all the goings on here in the entertainment district, but they definitely know when the airlock has been breached. So Mm. basically, like as soon as the battle was finished... Uh, they showed up and started using their telekinetic powers with great effort to put the whale monstrosity back out into the sea and subsequently breaking the animals out of it, freeing them from this strange amalgamation. You see uh, the frightened creatures scatter as they emerge from the whale's thick hide. How is the whale? You see the whale's eyes were glossy and had been glossy back when it was looking like a whale fall when Thero Krakarn had it under a spell. The whale suddenly gets clear-eyed, looks around kind of threatened at first. Can I cast Speak With Animals? Yeah. And I want to, in a, a calming, soothing whale song, tell it, don't worry, the threat is gone and you're safe now. You walk up to the glass and you hold your hand up and you say that and you see that the whale it goes from looking kind of scared and confused to calm and kind of lowers itself so that its giant eye completely engulfs you from the other side to get a good look at you Calliope stills the instinctual fear of something so large. And I think I like want to like pet it through the glass. Yeah. Uh, you hold your hand out through the glass and you see the whale kind of rides up along it and then swims next to it. And you hear, friend of the wild. Yes. Uh, and you see uh, Foster uh, perks up um, and goes on your shoulder. <laughs> Another friend of the wild East with me Mm. Thank you 
for your help. Well, thank you for your strength. You fended off what you could. I could feel you fighting. I could feel you struggling. Yes, I wasn't thrilled about being thrown onto dry land in the middle of wreckage and having to freak out and attack people. It's much better being in the water. The whale regards you guys and Kenna and goes, You don't look like you're from under the sea. Is this your final destination or are you going somewhere? No, actually, we're going to the village of Ice Knife. Up north. It's where he's from. Calder, don't be shy. Why are you pointing at me? Don't tell it to eat me. What did you say about me? <laughs> yeah, I'm speaking in haunting whale song yeah. and pointing Two at Two haunting Calder. whale songs back and forth. You see that the whale is kind of excited to see Callie now, so is weirdly bumping up against the glass, and you even see the sea elves nearby be like, careful, everybody. Just Let's fix be that. be careful, okay? We just fixed the glass. What did you say, Callie? It's okay. We can mend it. It's okay. This is important. This is important. Just wave. This is an important song. Calder uh, puts up both of his hands. No, I have nothing. No, no ill will towards you. I don't. I don't know what she's saying about me, but I'm cool. Callie, did you befriend the whale? Yeah, I'm telling him that we're going up north to the village of Ice Knife. Do you think the whale could carry the egg in its mouth? I feel bad asking him, but I'll bring it up. I completely put on a new posture, and I'm like, "Yeah, just going up north or whatever. That's all right." I point to the egg. So, but the egg's you know, not there. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I point to nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, just heading up north. Oh, like whatever. Okay, not a big deal. Well, yeah. Where do you live? I live in the sea. I live around here. Yeah. Well, I have. Cool. Cool. I have friends and family, but I haven't seen them in a bit. Oh, I'm a bit confused as to how I ended up here. Really? Where yeah. are they? I don't know. It feels like I just woke up from a terrible dream. Well. But I can talk to some of the other animals down here or try to find some of my friends and maybe we can get you an escort. That would be amazing. Totally not necessary, but amazing. Okay, well, if you don't need it. Actually, pretty necessary, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you again. (laughs) No, thank you. I'll tell them to look out for what kind of ship do you have. Um, okay, so it looks like an egg oh, with a hatch attached to it. That's embarrassing. It's it's quaint. Okay. Have you ever heard of like tiny homes? Mm-hmm. It's like a tiny ship. Okay. Yeah. No, that's very trendy. I look back with panic. I'm losing him. I'm absolutely losing him. It's all whale song, but it seems so flustered. <laughs> Look, I went fishing one time, one time when I was a kid, but I threw everything back. We didn't eat any of the fish, okay? Why is this guy so threatening? I don't understand what he's saying. I like beef. I prefer chicken and beef. He's sweating. He's covered in water, but I can tell a lot of it's sweat. Okay, well, we'll be on the lookout for an egg. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, I'll tell we, my friends to be on the lookout. That'd be awesome. Thank you so we'll much. We'll watch out for you. Great. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, enjoy your freedom. Thanks. Okay. I hope you find your friends and family. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Where did you last see them? I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Duncan. Duncan. <laughs> Was it whale song until the word Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
about Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> well, Duncan, I'm going to keep an eye out too for you. Okay, yeah, let me know. Okay. All right. All right, bye, Duncan. Bye. Bye-bye. Catch you later. Bye. Nice to meet you. You see, uh, you do see a little bit of a happy ending. As the whale goes off, you suddenly hear a, a whale song in the distance that you still have speak with animals. You hear, Duncan, is that you? Where you been? <laughs> oh, thank God. I was about to change course to try and help Duncan find his family. <laughs> okay. Hi, Duncan. You, you hear Duncan kind of talking a little bit of shit. Okay, so hear me out. These people have this weird egg. They need us to watch out. They're really good people. They have an embarrassing shit. <laughs> God, I hide this all. They're all really impressed by the egg. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I can hear their song. It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. They're just tra- that's them describing the egg. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good craftsmanship, the egg. Sturdy. Yeah. yeah. The Solid. Yeah, you see that the wizards begin like collecting the bodies and stuff and begin to kind of turn them into regular sea elves, like hold their hands over them, begin casting spells, like minor Ooh. healing spells and stuff. Mm. And as Riaris looks at the wreckage here, he looks sad mm-hmm. as he sees all of these uh, sea elves that died, even though they were mixed up in this like inkling syndicate thing. And then after looking sad for a moment, you see he walks with like determination over to toy box who's already starting to like tinker with some of his broken puppets hey man you might have helped the city today but you only did it to settle your own feud and that's not cool in fact it ticks me off oh go off Riharis. yeah you're over here trying to learn how to live forever but you don't even know how to live now Okay, so I'm going to be around checking up on you, right? Okay, yeah, because somebody's got to take the vibe into their own hands. That's right. The vibe, a vendetta against the vibe. Hey, hey, bud, come on, come on. I yeah. just go up and get a, a body between them, but I'm letting Riaris do his thing. I'm just, tr- I just want it to look more badass. Yeah. It's not worth it, dude. Sometimes you got to kill the vibe to create a good vibe, okay? Wow. I've realized that now. That's I've so realized true. that now. So I'm going to be watching you, all right? I'm going to move in with the old guppies. I'm around now. <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm around now. Riaris, don't do anything crazy. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta be around here. Surely we can find you a different apartment. <laughs> no, no, it'll be fine. So I guess this is goodbye. Uh, you see, Riaris goes from being peeved to <laughs> instantly weeping. Yeah, but hopefully it's not goodbye. It's see you later. See you later. Right. But also, maybe we should sleep at the Grand Mariner tonight and leave first thing in the morning. I just feel like the rooms oh, were really nice. Yeah. Do you want to just do one night at the Grand Mariner? Not just one we night. Know the, the penthouse is open. We know that much. Ooh. It's true. Okay. Our yeah. hole's still there. You guys want to sneak into the Grand Mariner yeah. through the hole that we Yeah, made? we do. I yeah, do. We can I just, do. Oh, we probably still My have. My key card still works. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that all happened today. What a crazy, like, six, seven hours. Should we invite the guppies as well? <gasps> Why would we do that? <laughs> Why on earth would we do that? I actually have to agree with Calder on this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll FaceTime him. Yeah. As Riaris goes to join you guys at the Grand Mariner, uh, now that the syndicate is no more, the powerful psychic walls protecting the district are gone, and the Octomagi can now more easily reach it. Mm. So you see some of the nearby water begins to gather and hover together. You see all these droplets in the air and takes the shape of a sea elf mage. And this is the elemental water projection of Ursia. 
and she looks around and goes, Oh dear, this is terrible. Yeah, you had a little rat problem, but we took care of it. <laughs> so cheeky. I <laughs> wink at Sol. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> you, just, you see the crumpled, bloodied body of this disgusting were-rat, Gromdahl Bronzebeard, just oozing strange goo. Has <laughs> just been pumped with all these insane steroids. Is just bleeding out, stinking gunk. So fun. <laughs> and Hersia goes, "That's very funny." Yeah. Saul inflates his dimples and then pushes them in in a cheeky little way. That's so cheeky. <laughs> it's how we get by. You're naughty, Saul. Well, we we owe you a great debt. If it weren't for you, Alexandrite could have spread enough influence throughout the entertainment district that she may have threatened the whole city. I, I think we're good. I don't think I feel like I need you to speak about debts. Okay, well, we have done a couple things for you, if that's what? okay. Oh. Well, you've only been here for a day, but we have been working on your ship, so <gasps> you are welcome to stay here as long as you want, um, but it's at the docks whenever you're ready. <gasps> and also, we made you these because we know you're heading to the frigid north, and I didn't want to presuppose anything, but you're not dressed completely weather-appropriate. I mean, if, uh, if if that's your vibe, if you would rather be cold or something that's cool. Oh, no, I, I was would... planning on knitting us a bunch of stuff. We don't need any other things you got. Um, wait. wait. <laughs> Calder, you look at what Saul has knitted. Guaranteed death for Kenna, Callie, and Saul. Calliope looks at the, uh, the knitted bikini top and yeah. tries to picture that. Saul, I, I, I don't know if you've been cold before. <laughs> yeah, the dome is pretty temperature controlled, so no, not really. Yeah, uh, we'll take everything that you've got, Ursia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you see, um, Ursia takes out like a magic bag and pulls from it, and you see several coats and thick clothing that can be worn over your armor, Ooh. and along with the thick cloth, and it's vegan leather. Vegan leather, <gasps> by the way, so don't be worried. That's really good. Whoa. She's also included duck team tabards. They're blue what? with a little white foster on the front. <gasps> tabards? <gasps> oh my god. How did you know that ace the heart of us? I just got a vibe. <laughs> She, 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 she winks at Foster. <laughs> I look at Calder and I'm like, is this what they wear in the village of the Ice Knife? In my village, you have to bundle up in, in as much as you can. But yeah, yeah you'd wear a, a tabard over your armor. You wouldn't want that freezing, you know. Okay. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. And, and I guess I do have one last thing. We were planning on sneaking into the penthouse of the Grand Mariner, but maybe okay. you could just get us the room. Sure, yeah. Because that way we could get room service and we wouldn't have to like pretend that we oh, didn't or right. something. Yeah, because we were going to have to get room service from like one room down and then bring it And then carry it up. up. Or okay. shove it through a hole. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be awkward if like somebody booked the penthouse and we were just crashing in there. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And paid them. for like an early check-in. Right. And then well, then they could, everyone could just kind of hang out. That might be fun. Yeah. That's yeah. Can we get a late checkout too? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily so I work guess. at the hotel. but, <laughs> right, but I know, can, but just like yeah. pull some strings we and we get the penthouse yeah. with room service and a late checkout. Early check-in We'll too. just be really friendly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Great. Okay. Great. Thank All right. you. All right. I'll, I'll um, send a psychic message ahead. Thank and you. Uh, we'll we'll take care of the cost. Thank you. Yeah, and whenever you're ready, uh, the 
egg, I, I believe you called it, uh, is yes. ready at the docks, but again, no rush. Okay, one more little gift. Okay, okay, One more little gift, one more little gift. You see, uh, she hands you a seashell. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's sort of got like orange and cream swirls on it. And she goes, this is good for three uses. You'll be able to speak into it and I'll hear it. If you ever need the wisdom of the Octo Magi, Mm -hmm. if you need help, with something with Alexandrite's network or something, we were able to fight it off when she went after us directly. So mm-hmm. we might have a, a bigger part to play in the fight to come. But please, if uh, you need our help or if you just want to do like a weekly chat, please reach out. Okay, so the the three charges are like replenishing because we've recently run into that problem of like... It, it's just, well, I said weekly chat, but you'd probably need to be like every few months and then you'd have to come back here and get a okay. new shell maybe okay. what which is like the... it wouldn't be bad to visit right yeah what is no. the name of this shell does this artifact have a name it's not a everything shell. needs a, a name sorry <laughs> it's a shell phone okay it's a shell phone okay yeah. thank you thank you i just yeah. i was secretly hoping that it was, a, that was called the shell phone yeah of course it's called the shell phone can i be honest can i be honest <laughs> Yeah, I just did a surface level read on like what, and, and it was like really targeted uh-huh. just to see what you would want the shell to be called, and I could tell that you wanted shell phone, so it's it's the shell phone. Okay, right. I finally believe that you're psychic. Yeah, Saul so is really forcefully mouthing the word conk communication. <laughs> you see, she winces with pain and grabs her head. Ah, uh, ow, ow. Okay, well, I'll I'll call ahead to the Grand Mariner. Thank you. All right. Thank and you I so much. See, she um, yeah. begins lightly weeping. I guess this is see you later. Yeah, okay. see you later, but yeah. it's also speak to you soon because we've got your shell. Yeah, come we've you got later. Your cell phone. Excuse me? What? <laughs> uh, she brings you guys in for a hug as she once again oh. grabs her head as if she has a piercing headache. <gasps> well, it was so good to have you here. It was here. so good to be here. It was so nice here. to meet you. You yeah. guys have a really great whimsy going on down here. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm so sorry about the psychic gang that attacked you. No, it's the ratio of people trying to kill us here is way less than everyone else. It really else. has been mm-hmm. nice. I know that you think yeah. that this hasn't been a vacation, but it has. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. yeah. Calder, is it going to be this whimsical up at the village of the Ice Knife? They chipper bunch? Um, Calder thinks about the howling winds of the winter and how <laughs> you can't survive outside at night. And he says... Maybe. (laughs) I thought so. I felt like anywhere you came from must be so fun and playful. Mm. (laughs) You just kind of throw snowballs at people and they like that a lot. It's like a fun, it's like you're greeting. For sure. (laughs) Different than you think, but. You see, Ursia, yeah, senses Calder's anxiety and turns to you guys and goes, everyone just be so careful out there and this this knit work is wonderful Saul thank you just oh. wear it on top of the other stuff Wouldn't that's that be perfect cute? that'd be wonderful that is good we okay. need scoffs and careful with the snowball fights because it is quite icy up there oh yeah, yeah. okay it's, it's, there's not a lot of powder it's a lot of sharp shards <laughs> of ice and rock okay yeah. yeah interesting well I'll let you be on your way great I mean what do you both think I mean Calder how do you feel we're, we're making all these you know, plans to go to the Grand Mariner, but do you want to just head out? I mean, I could use a rest. I think sleeping okay. in the penthouse, collecting ourselves before heading to the dock, that sounds nice. Okay. Maybe some room service. I mean, I would love 
for like a little download about like your family and yeah. just like the, the frigid north in general about like what ice knife is like for sure for sure i think you really have to experience it firsthand to to get a good grasp but we are going to be doing that but like is there anything that we should know about your family like topics that we shouldn't bring up or you know which of your brothers is the cutest <laughs> sorry what did you say so <laughs> Which your brothers is the cutest. Well, they're identical twins, so I don't think either one is cuter than the other. Okay. They're both... Interesting. Yeah, they're both fine looking, I think. Oh, great. Yeah, no okay. need to do dibs. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Saul and Callie hold hands and make plans. <laughs> Why are you looking at each other like that? <laughs> There's going to be so much drama on this trip. I'm living for it. I will say that having looked at the eggs navigation, mm-hmm. we have not gotten very far. Okay. So I, yeah. will, I do imagine that even with a boosted up egg we probably still will take a few days for us to get to the frigid north we're probably only like 10 20 percent of the way there okay. so it'll take a couple I days see. even if it's if it's three or four times as fast we'll get there in a couple days so let's just check in long enough to get room service and then head out right yeah yeah i could do one last snack Okay. Just one Room last service snack feast. Together. Yeah, four yeah. feasts. Yeah. Let's Just get the bed that. a little messy. Okay. Yeah. So the sleepovers. Penthouse picnic. Sleepovers canceled or? <laughs> it it is. I'm sorry, but I mean, okay. oh guppy, as that uh, pull out. And honestly, we're gonna be leaving this whole penthouse for you. Yeah, you should have a party. Okay. You have all those friends That's and the people who bomb at uh, uh, open, open mic mics. Nights. You yeah. can do the open mic yeah. in the penthouse. I could have an open mic at the yeah. penthouse. That would be exactly. really fun. Yeah. Okay, and we could bring the vibe back because the vibe's kind of off because a bunch of people's yeah. brains exploded. A and they, it, party like, like, is like yeah, a great way. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, this vibe is totally savable. Okay, yeah, there's like dead puppets everywhere. The vibes are dead. Like, <laughs> somebody does need to bring the vibe. We can back. rescue this vibe. We yeah, can. We, we, can. we can. I'm gonna help you set okay. up for the sickest party. Calder slips in Gromdahl's guts. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, it smells bad, right? It really does. Like, how is he decomposing so quickly? Negative, but he smells bad. (laughs) I would never say that to somebody. From like dying to immediately (laughs) smells like a backed up garbage disposal. Smells like hot cabbage. Yeah, (laughs) it's making me. It's making me sick. Usually, a corpse has to decompose before it smells like this, but yeah, it's happening right away. Okay, great. So we'll do picnic in the penthouse. I'm gonna cast Liaman's tiny hut to decorate it exactly as you want. Describe exactly what you want, Riaris. Okay. I want it to be a vibe, but also a mood. So like plants and lights. Yeah. Like warm orange tones to make people feel comfortable. Like plants, plants, tea lights, and velvet or something. Cottage cool 70s. There you go. You guys got it. See? Okay, great. Whatever you guys want to do. Great. Okay. Mod jungle vibes. Yeah, mod jungle. I make mod jungle. So you guys go back to the group. That is actually another one of my... (laughs) Another one of my alter names, Mod Jungle. You guys walk back into the Grand Mariner Hotel. And she is a 70s porn star. Okay, go on. As you get back to the Grand Mariner, you enter the lobby. The jungle out there. The piano player 
has been killed, so is not there. Okay. Um, The the puppet bellhop has also been killed, so is not there. Okay. Uh, You see the woman behind the counter just looks overworked and stressed out. You need a day off. Uh (laughs) We're shutting down the Grand Mariner. We're rescuing the vibes, everybody. The vibes are going to be good here. Rescuing the vibe. Ursia called ahead. Yeah, Ursia called ahead, and you are coming to a penthouse picnic party. She and said some of I'm, her friends, but you were a businesswoman, but now you're wearing armor and covered in blood. She's letting her hair down. Can't you see that? Yeah, I was okay. where you are. Okay. Right now. Okay. Yesterday. Okay. And I'm not anymore. Okay. And you can get where I am. All you have to do is just fucking party so madly. All you have to do is go to an open mic. Okay. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just go to an open mic in a penthouse. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. You can do it with advantage. I give okay. guidance, absolutely. Um, I'm going to um, use my emissary of peace. Great. 26. She nods hesitantly at first and then goes, yeah, yeah, I do deserve some time off. And I shouldn't have to run this whole place by myself. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. And also, I think that this place was owned by somebody from the Inkling Syndicate, and they, like, stormed the streets, and a bunch of their heads exploded. Yeah. Yeah, So whatever criminal syndicate is running this, I don't even know that I'm necessarily going to get a paycheck for this today. That's right. In the kitchen are still working, though, right? Just because we need some room service. Oh, yeah, we do need room service. You know what? Ursia... (laughs) I use the clunk. <laughs> I no, use wait. the shovel. I think we can contact her another As- way. <laughs> oh, why did you do As- that? Yeah. Hey. Hello. Oh. Shello. Hi. <laughs> you, Shello. Hear, you hear her groan with a headache as you say that. Oh, oh, a pun. How wonderful. Hi. Hi, you're reaching out very early. That's one charge. I'm so okay. sorry, but we really need some chefs. Oh. And you sent some chefs. Oh, okay. We don't even because... know if we need them. They might have been in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even look. Or, or we just need some money to right. pay the okay. kitchen staff. Okay, G- wonderful. Yes. Right. Thank okay. You. We can, you know what? I believe uh, the old guppies have been saving up <gasps> to oh, purchase some businesses what? in the nearby oh, area. This is perfect. <laughs> We're okay. We shouldn't take any more of your time, Ursia. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course, yeah. They were sort of being nope. held out by the uh, criminal syndicates down there. Oh. But uh, I'm sure they'd love to take over management. Yeah, I know. Maybe after we leave. Maybe after we leave. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. I can I can put in a call to them. Or... That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. That'd be great. We can call them on our shell if you want. Actually, we no can. Problem. It only goes to Ursia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want, oh, you know what? I can actually recharge those for you. So okay. I, I can give you a new shell. I will, Not necessary. This one will be. Do you want just the two? Is just the two yeah. okay? How would we want that? Okay, yeah. That doesn't. I'm gonna have to agree with your friend Calder. It doesn't make a ton of sense, and I, I want you to feel validated. So it's okay that you do want. Can I hold the next shell phone? Yes, of course. <laughs> Why don't we give one to Calder? You know what? We can. It actually takes me a decent amount of time to make these, so I'll just make oh. a one charge shell phone, and I'll give that to Calder. Okay, and you'll fine. have this one that's two. Okay, I'm, How wonderful I'm is really, that? really sorry, but Sol's gonna feel left out if he doesn't have a shell phone. <laughs> okay, why don't I? <laughs> 
take the magic from yours so that you just have one call and we get a shell phone for Saul that also has one charge. We should have divided the charges up. Okay. Or <laughs> I'm tugging Callie. Did you ask about the charge for me? I did. I did. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll just give Saul a shell and we'll tell him it has a charge. It'll be the same thing. <laughs> we can also do that. That's Whoa. also a fun idea. I'll, so I'll just give you another shell and then one with one charge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're breaking up. I've got to go. Okay. You guys uh, get sorted out and you see almost instantly old guppy burst through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Heard you on the market. Yeah, you want to buy the Grand Mariner? Yeah, we're going to buy the Grand Mariner. Wow. Yeah, we've been trying to buy it for a bit. We've been trying to, you know, get get a new business because the bar hasn't been doing too well. Wow, I can't imagine why. I think, you know, going from a small bar to a massive hotel is going to be the perfect fit. Yeah. I I got you guys a baby. What? Uh, what? Uh, you see old Cubby <laughs> hands you guys a fishbowl with a fish in it. Is this your child? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, one, one of them. <laughs> do, you, do you want to raise your own child? I, I already raised a ton of them. <laughs> okay. You want us to just take your baby? Yeah, just one of them. I don't know anything about guppy culture. Maybe this is like a thing. Oh, okay. these guys are they're very finicky eaters, saltwater fish. Difficult to maintain. Saltwater, shit. Yeah. I'm in freshwater. What? You have a freshwater tank? Okay, we well, just had to get a saltwater tank. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's okay. Uh, okay. If they live, they live for like 200 years. I'm 194. It's <laughs> a lot of responsibility. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you All right. so much. I'm going to start filling out the paperwork back here with uh, the manager or whatever. Okay. You sure you don't want to go home and work on a business plan and come back tomorrow or the next day? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'll figure it out. <laughs> I feel like with you guys, I already ran a hotel, pretty okay. much. So what, what is we'll it, take it from here. What is its name? What is the fish's name? The baby. The baby's name? I just gunked on a bunch of eggs, so... Okay, we'll call him Gunk. Yeah. Gunk is perfect. Gunk yeah. is perfect. Perfect. All right, Gunk. Gunk jungle. All right, be careful out there. All right. Oh, man. Let me know if you need any room service. We do. We do. Yeah. I look at Gunk. And I think of him saying he gunked all over a bunch of eggs. And I say, I think I'm actually good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, he's going to need to eat every couple hours. Couple hours. <laughs> okay. I think just, you know, like one of everything. Just bring it on up. One of everything. What, is, okay. what does gunk eat? <laughs> what does gunk eat? What is gunk's diet? Well, you got to figure it out. What? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That is not I'm 194 years old. I live to be 200. When eating the last time I raised kids? Do you like? have books that tell me how to raise this child? I told you, finicky eaters, salt water. Got it. You don't have like a... Lives to be 200 years old. Of course. Stinks really bad if he dies. Really? Why? Yeah. So don't let it die. That's, that's a good die. start for any parent, yeah, okay. I say. I look, at, I look at Gunk and I say, um, what do you want to eat, kid? See, uh, the little guppy uh, just swims up to the side and gives you the stink eye. Just this little green fish with beady little eyes and a big sad mouth. Are you mad at me? So like chicken nuggets? I stop just dangling food into the bowl. Uh, Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. Okay. (laughs) That's a three and a four. Becomes a 12. Hides in the bottom of the bowl. Okay. Okay. Um... Maybe. Oh wow! Uh, Cald- Calder tries cheese, just like some some cheese that he has. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. You had cheese this whole time. Uh, shout out to the two crew. <laughs> okay, uh, you see, uh, hides in the other corner of the bowl. Yeah, no, see, sense. the bowl starts to get dirty. All right, you're gonna have to change that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, they poop a lot, even though they don't eat a lot. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, so just be on the lookout. Uh, yep, I run outside the airlock, change the <laughs> change the water, come back. See, Riaris puts his hand on your guy's shoulders. I can take this on if this is if that would be better for you guys, and if you think it might be better for Gunk. I know you guys are on the run. I think I kind of want Gunk, but I'm a little worried that Gunk is going to just freeze when we go up north. Yeah. You look after Gunk for us till we get back. Yeah, I don't think we could yeah. put a parka on Gunk. Just another reason for you guys to come back soon. <laughs> I right. hand over Gunk, but I'm shaking <laughs> like I've already formed Bond. Is he gonna puts her hand on your shoulder? We're gonna miss you, Gunk. <laughs> I snatch gunk. I snatch gunk. Um, we'll, let, we'll we'll bring him up to the room for the room service and one last feast, don't you think? <laughs> I want to try something real quick. We'll hang out with him for a I'm bit. Just gonna pour a little bit of emulsions into gunk's bowl. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> That's a natural one. Uh, you see, it looks like gunk dies. You see. <laughs> Turns upside down and begins floating. I rush out. I change the water. He's I change the water. He's I change the water. He instantly changed the water. So instantly changed the water. Please, I only just met you and I loved you already. Sorry. You see, Gunk, Gunk flips back up and just kind of looks pissed off. I come back in. I push Saul really hard. <laughs> what are you doing? I deserve that. You're right, Yaris. Clearly, we are not ready for a child. Okay. Uh, I think that you, as the guardian of the vibe, this. Is part of your charge. This is part of your, your duty and your vibe. destiny. We're not ready. You're not ready. I just did cheese. You did beer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Let's keep the vibe going, okay? Let's get up I to that penthouse. I was going to figure it out. Okay, let's get up to the penthouse. <laughs> yeah, we got Come on, Gunk. Uh, you guys get up to this penthouse that uh, looks out into the ocean, um, and you can see all these fish now free of Gromdahl's influence hmm. sort of uh, swim around happily. You can see the neon of the city in the distance, uh, all these colorful lights that cascade into this uh, big circular room. Um, are there any like expensive uh, penthouse snacks like a Toblerone bar or, um, you know, fancy nuts? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find- Can I try to feed gunk again? Yeah, of course. Give <laughs> me uh, yeah. animal handling good. or persuasion check with disadvantage. Okay, that's a little bit better. I love the gunk mini game. Uh, 14. 14. Uh, you see that gunk sniffs a Toblerone bar. Okay, okay, okay. What about, are there any, like, healthy granola bars that uh, go, are a little bit decadent? Go ahead and give me an animal handling or persuasion check with disadvantage. Dirty 20. Okay. Gunk begins eating the granola bar. <gasps> oh, thank God. He oh. just wanted something nourishing. I don't know if yeah. that's good for he's it, just but just been he's born. eating it. That's nice. <laughs> he knows instinctually yeah. that he needs this. The young know what they want, indeed. You guys begin helping Riaris set up. You see he keeps looking over at you guys and nodding with tears in his eyes. Are you sure you don't want to join us? You know... I mean, it seems like you're tasked with a very important mission here. I do kind of have to keep the vibe going. I'm a little bit worried about Toy Box. And I do, I want to make sure that if there's bad vibes, we kill those vibes and we bring them back to good vibes. And I don't want to make you guys feel less special, but I do have, I I do have like 1,200 extremely close friends. Okay. Wow. Do you feel this sad like when anybody goes out of town? Yes. You must have a wedding every single weekend. I do. (laughs) How fun is that? (laughs) Is there a wedding happening here tonight? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (gasps) Yeah, the open mics are mostly people trying out their maid of honor or best man speeches. That is really cute. Yeah, it's beautiful. I wish I could stay. God, I would love to. So we should definitely dip before it gets started for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Riaris, I will say though, if Toy Box 
deviates, if he gets up to anything, let us know because I don't know. I, I've been developing this weird sort of connection to death and dying and living, and what he's doing, it, it worries me. It feels unnatural. I, I know he's trying to help people, but it's easy to lose yourself when it comes to life and death like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if if the vibe is off, next time you guys come by, we'll just have to turn it back on. Yeah, just conch me if you need me, you know? Okay. I don't have a shell phone. <laughs> you don't have a shell phone? No, I don't like all that scrolling God, you're and stuff. so cool. Yeah. Hey. I feel like Sunara's in really good hands. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We're going to miss you, but I'm going to take your vibe with me. I'm going to try to channel Riaris everywhere we go. Yeah. It uh, gives you a deep hug. As I hug him, I'm just going to do a quick sleight of hand. <laughs> a, a crit. What? For what? <laughs> you don't get to know. What? what? You leave him something or steal something, <laughs> but you're not going to tell me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I Riaris, mean, if you force me to, I will. No. Okay. So Riaris doesn't, doesn't clock it right now, uh, but more of his friends and family begin to uh, join in here uh, as the night goes on. All right. I guess we head out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Calder, lead the way. We're going to your home. Right. Can you inherently sense it? <laughs> yeah. I think I can get us to the docks just because I'm pretty sure I saw them coming in. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. Sweet. The tram takes you to the main pillar, and from there you get to the docks, and uh, you can also see the smoky arcane airlock that will eventually take you out of the city. Amongst the various subs that you see docked here, you find a bunch of these dock mages working on the egg. Mm -hmm. uh, you see uh, they've taken the egg. Uh, the big metal ball now looks souped up. It looks like it's gotten a nice like spit shine. Ooh. And it now has four Ooh. new golden thrusters. Ooh. Um, and as you approach, an excited deck wizard walks up to you, wiping his brow, and he goes... Hey, I don't know that we met when you came in, but it was such a pleasure to work on your ship. My name's Corey. Oh, hey, hey, Corey. Hey. Do you know Riaris? Of course, I love Riaris. Yeah. Dear friend, I haven't seen him in a day and a half. <laughs> oh, bring it in. Uh, yeah, get in yeah. here. He's hosting an open mic over at the Grand Yeah. Marriott. Okay, yeah. Well, as soon as I get off work, I'm going to go by. Yeah. It's also an orgy and five weddings. Great. Oh. <laughs> okay, that sounds, yeah, typical <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> So tell us about what you've done to the egg. Okay, well, let me show you how this works. So this isn't full-on Magitek, but it is just as effective. We've got these power cells. Uh, you see he pulls out a green orb that is pulsating with magical energy. Whoa. The power cells can convert magic that would normally only be able to target a creature, and it turns it into a fuel source for a vehicle. So we've got 10 of them here inside the vehicle's engine. They've got a mix of haste and expeditious retreat in them for now. So they're gonna significantly boost your speed. A couple cells will burn out every day, but you can store your own spells in them. So they're reusable, okay. really good for the environment. Uh, cool. This should get you, I heard you guys were going to the Frigid North, should get you there in just a few days. Amazing. Nice. Wow. Thank Very you. Cool. Thank you. Of course. And Ursia came by. She said you might stop by and to give you two shells. Ah. Nice. Can I? Yeah, give them both to me and I'll look at them first. <laughs> uh, hands, uh, two shells to you, Calder. <laughs> Can I tell which one is which? Uh, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. <laughs> give me my shell, dude. One second. Uh, that's a 17. Okay. You're 
99% sure that the one in your right hand is the real shell phone that has one charge in it, and the other one is just a colorful shell. Okay. That looks like a shell phone. Damn, yours is really cool, Saul. Oh, whoa, look at uh, this. I had the one in my left hand. <laughs> hey, Don't use it right away. I, I put it up to my ear and say, hey, conch you later, right? <laughs> that doesn't count, right? One last thing I need to do. Uh, I realize I still haven't gotten hats for Igneous and Elzor. Is there like a hat shop anywhere? You can just have my hat. He takes off his wizard hat and puts it on your head. Oh my gosh, this is this is perfect. I need you guys, two. Do you guys for... need more hats? You yeah. see more deck mages come out and start putting hats on you guys. This is a lot of hats. Generous. This is perfect. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, this is perfect. I was afraid we were gonna have to go hat shopping. Yeah, this is great. You know I what? actually have I... some stuffy wizard robes that that would go really well with. So yeah, I'll take it. And you know what? Um, if you give us something, we should give you something in return. As much as it pains me, you see she takes the knit cover off her hammer. <laughs> this was given to me by a dear friend, and as much as a brave dwarven warrior likes to hide her war hammer, I would like to pass it on to you. I'm going to quick give her a bardic inspiration <laughs> in case she needs to do a deception. Kenna's, Kenna's correct. Um, I also, I have a pair of knit boots that I, <laughs> that I fear may actually be, they may be too warm for the frigid north. They're that good. These selfless so. acts. Kenna, you're leveling up as a squire. <laughs> I'm see, so proud of you. She nods. The wizard goes, oh, I couldn't possibly. And Kenna goes, yes, you could. And you must. Forcefully puts the boots and the cover into the Please tech wizard's hands. I can make a new one so quickly. <laughs> That's that's okay. It's, it's really it's it's a bigger sacrifice if there was just the one. I just already got ideas it's for just a new one of a kind. Version. It's one of a kind. One of one. And you just that 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 is my gift to you. Yes, I, Saul's a, gift to a you. Future relic. There yeah. you are. You know what? I actually have a project I need you to work on for Ooh. me. I'll tell you about it later. Okay, great. Okay, so no need, right? All right, I'll be busy. I guess. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> kind of squeezes her own legs. I whisper, I'm trying to help you. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought maybe you were in with him. That was no, I'm trying to help you. Okay, well, second ago, you guys were holding hands and making plans for something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> great. Sometimes you're on the same side, sometimes you're not. Yeah, I could probably put like three or four pom-poms on the new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, as the uh, doc wizards uh, take their, uh, I call them doc and deck wizards. Doesn't really make a difference. Mm-hmm. Deck, I guess, would be like on the deck of the ship and doc would be like they work on the dock. So they're oh, both. Hey, Murph, where are the dick wizards? Yeah. <laughs> Shut call. the fuck up. I'm Good sorry, call. man. It's a serious D&D, dude. dude. I'm looking for the dick wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you laugh when she says it? <laughs> That's in the entertainment district. Uh, so... You guys um, uh, get access to uh, the egg, and as you go inside, you see that not only have they souped up the outside, but they've redone the inside as well. It's gotten a cosmetic overhaul, vegan leather seats, the cold fluorescent glow has been replaced by a comforting purple light, the dashboard and controls now have sick, like, LED-looking lights behind them. Everything's automatic. Well, this is pretty sweet. (laughs) I, I sit down and I start to drive it about. Sweet. Uh, yeah, uh, you get in, in the uh, captain's seat here. Um, and as you guys get inside and settle, uh, you see that from the outside, the deck mages use their telekinetic powers to move you from the dock to the gate of the magical airlock. There is this foggy entrance that you cannot see beyond uh, because 
of a powerful magical barrier, but once you cross the threshold, you are thrust back out into the sea. You see the beautiful lights of the city reflecting out onto the gorgeous sea life, colorful coral and floating solar fish. The whale and its buddies look ready to escort you, and Kenna looks at you, Callie, and goes, should we hit the gas? I look at everyone. I say yes. Yeah. I was in the bathroom. By the way, we have real toilets now. They're not just holes in the floor anymore. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear a flush though. <laughs> <laughs> Saul darts his tongue into the bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Kenna I, vomits. I, I know it's I know it's brand new, but I still wouldn't lick it. <laughs> uh, Callie uh, pulls the lever and you guys rocket out, heading north, moving at about four times the speed that you were before. Wow. So many knots. As the outside world around you begins to blur and you move through the sea, you make your way towards the frigid north. Huh. You do see that there is a bit of a navigation system here. You've got like this rudimentary world map on this like very old interface. And uh, through it, you can see a layout of the frigid north. Frostwind is the only city up there, but it's not the closest docking point to the Ice Knife. With a vehicle your size, with a vehicle the size of the Egg, you can actually get deeper into the continent via one of like the wider rivers that would go into like a bay or oh, something like okay. that. Uh, and you guys could probably find a harbor that is way closer. Okay, Ooh. so we'll be taking this thing into the river. As we're going, I'm going to look at um, Calder and Saul and Kenna and say, I have a little confession. I might have made a foolish mistake and I produce what I stole from Riaris and it is gunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. did you get granola bars? I'm so sorry. I wasn't ready to say goodbye. And honestly, Calder, I don't think you were either. Calder is uh, giddy with excitement and trying to hide it. <laughs> Kelly, this was this was really irresponsible. It should have been a group decision. Give me, let me, hey, sweetheart. Hey, little beauty. Calder hugs Kelly. Yeah. Oh, thank you. This was great, Kelly. I definitely wanted a second chance at parenting. Come here, little guy. Yeah, you see uh, Gunk, this tiny little fish, uh, just looks grumpy sitting there. In the... I know it's not the right time, but it never is, right? That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, the, his, his tank fits in the cup holder. It's perfect. Oh. I, did, I felt bad about taking stuff, but I did take more granola bars from the mini bar. So uh, okay. I donate them to well this time. cause. She, she takes out the granola bars and puts them down. Cool. Calder crumples one up and... Uh, Drops it in the tank. Great. Uh, go ahead and give me, uh, now you can do animal handling with uh, flat. I'll give him guidance. I'll give Bartek inspiration. Oh my God. 26. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Gunk eats a full granola bar. Wow. Huh. I don't, I mean, he likes it. I don't know if it's yeah. good for him. Oh, that's going to be so it. much poop. I should have dropped half of that in there. <laughs> <laughs> he just swallowed the whole thing. That was crazy. <laughs> Is this thing gonna be as big as old Guppy? <laughs> Eventually, hopefully yeah. not like in a week. Maybe it's yeah. like snails that we have to keep trading them for bigger and bigger tanks. <laughs> wow, this is a big commitment. It's okay, got so way more teeth than I would think. Yeah. So besides, yeah, razor sharp teeth. <laughs> and uh, I think so. If you wanted to knit something, I could use like a little bindle so I could sort of dangle his tank from my sword. <laughs> from your sword? Yeah. Yeah. That oh. seems dangerous. Like a little oh. sword Bjorn? 
Yeah. Okay, like I'll work on that. Tool. Oh, oh, okay. Just when you're walking around. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you were swinging a sword. Just as a squire, I'm required <laughs> to say no. if I think that's you're going to smash it. Honestly, it's, it's good. I'm going to have to make sure, like, if we get into unexpected battle, to I like. I might have to hold the gunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll be good. I mean, because, again, we don't want gunk to grow up and turn into old guppy, like, while we're on the ship. Why? He was so happy. So maybe gunk will freeze and then be, like, cryogenically frozen, essentially. We can just thaw him later. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's great. That's great. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what? It doesn't serve anyone. Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Uh, sweet. So you guys do have a few days of downtime as you travel. Is there anything you would like to do as you head towards the frigid north? Um, it's actually something I wanted to try. I'm thinking back to when we opened that portal to the astral plane with the help of the serpents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was wondering if, if Calder and Callie wouldn't want to try doing a dual serpent summon to try and juice my connection uh, to the fungal network because I'm I'm really worried about swag and honestly all the other clones that might still be out there um, okay so I, I want to kind of just send out like a sonar pulse uh, with my fungal ability okay mm. okay Go ahead and do a, we can say like wisdom save, anything that you have proficiency in mm-hmm. that would make sense for this. You could do nature or you could do like a wisdom save and you do it advantage. These guys will be helping you. Nice. <laughs> so uh, that is a natural one and then a 17 Okay. becomes a 22. Okay. Uh, are you guys summoning honeysuckle and licorice here? Uh, yeah, I think I like, I help Calder 
uh, try and go through the motions Great. to find Steve. Yeah, and... you guys say, I'll, I'll say you guys take a few days. Yeah. I, call... I think that's what I would spend my time doing yeah. is like teaching fine Steed to Calder. Nice. Great. So, Great. And I'm just practicing fine Steed. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again, practicing this. Uh, meanwhile, Saul is using this connection to this wild magic, this connection to the Beastlands to try to connect to the fungal network and connect to Swag, who he has an obvious connection to. And Saul, as you meditate and try to link up with Swag, you are not able to reach him. You know that he is far away. You know that the mothership submersible was heading north, was heading towards the frigid north. And uh, it's been doing that for a few days. You can assume it's a hell of a lot faster than the egg was, probably faster than the egg even is now. Um, So Swag is far away. You don't feel a connection to him. You don't know where he is, but you feel a bad omen. You feel bad. Just bad? Just bad vibes? bad vibes. Oh. Okay. Uh, Saul goes to his bedroom. And just kind of sits for a second. I'll knock on the door. Saul, are you okay? I'll sidle up to the door as well. Yeah, bud. I can feel him. But the only thing I can feel is that things aren't right. Where is he? I... As far as I can tell, he's somewhere in the frigid north, but I can't sense anything beyond that. I can't really sense anything. The only thing I'm sensing is that things aren't right. Is he yeah. Is he in the village of Ice Knife? Is there any chance? Would I be able to sense that? You, you can't sense it, but given what you know... You know that they were heading to the frigid north. Yeah. Originally, the reason they were going to the frigid north was to go to Frostwind and maybe try to take it over. But they have since pivoted to want to go to the Ice Knife. And you know that Swag had some semblance of his own will because he mm-hmm. did leave behind some clues for Saul. Mm-hmm. But it does appear that he boarded the Mothership Submersible with everybody else and likely went to the frigid north. I'm worried he's losing himself. I don't know if there's going to be anything left. By the time we get there, we're we're moving as fast as we can. We've got all the thrusters on this thing firing. Yeah, no, yeah. we're doing our best. We'll get there, Saul. I think, I think I just need to spend this time training, just trying to learn everything he knew, so that I can face whatever we see when we get there. I think that's a really good constructive plan. Yeah. Saul puts on some really sad music and starts lifting weights. <laughs> just, just listening to Phoebe Bridgers and getting shredded. Yeah. Damn, they put kettlebells in this thing. Oh, if there's kettlebells, I'm getting in on it. <laughs> do you want a training partner yeah. or do you want to be by yourself? Uh, Saul chucks a kettlebell at you. <laughs> I take it to the face and then start oh, no. deadlifting. <laughs> kettlebell fight! <laughs> this would be good preparation for the snowballs. <laughs> Saul uses deflect missiles on kettlebells. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, you guys take some time. Uh, you train. Uh, you do have a couple days. Is there anything else you would like to do? I will say, Calder, go ahead and give me a Arcana check to see if you learn the Find Familiar spell. I will be giving him Bartek every course. day. It's a uh, 21. Okay. On the first day, uh, which of these serpents would you like to summon? <gasps> and I'll say Callie can summon the other one. You are a quick learner. Wow. I'm very studious, and <laughs> you're a good teacher, Kelly. Thank you. 
I think I'll summon licorice. Great. <gasps> uh, you hear a distant... That suddenly gets closer <laughs> as this hissing silver serpent appears wrapping around you and gets up in like this cobra position looking protective. Emily has Licorice's new stats and Licorice Whoa. used to just be able to levitate but can fly now. Ooh. He can fly! Oh. Uh, and he has a And he has breath a lightning weapon. breath and he's got an armor class of 17 and he has... 45 hit points. Beefy. Oh, you're beefy. That's a thick you're snake. You're a beefy little snake. And while we're at it, I summon Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle has an AC of 19, has 65 hit points. He can charge and he can also gore. Rom, rom, rom. <laughs> you see there's right. a rip as if he's burrowing through space itself um, and appears under Cali. Uh, he is a lot bigger than Licorice. Not only that, but Honeysuckle can carry multiple of you guys and not slow down. He has an ability yeah. that allows him that if he can physically carry it, then he is not slowed down by it. And he's unaffected oh. by difficult terrain. And he's unaffected by difficult terrain. So if he were to pull a sledge or a wagon or something like that, he could just go as fast as he was normally going. I chuck him a kettlebell. Rom, rom, rom. He eats the kettlebell. Rom, rom, rom. Really, I have so many of those. Rom, rom, rom. <laughs> she starts to get a taste for them. Rom, rom. There's a bunch, but there's not that many. Okay, we need right, to keep them out of here. Back off, I need those. Starts tackling, <laughs> tries to eat the exercise equipment, starts wrestling with you. Rom. Good, that's a that's a hit workout. Sweet. Uh, is the, you, you guys train uh, for a couple days. Uh, you guys are getting ready. Uh, you learn the Find Familiar spell. Is there anything you guys want to so do? So you can add that to your spell list, Jake. Yeah. Fuck, yes. And I think, like, as Calder is looking at Gunk and looking at Licorice and yeah. Honeysuckle. And Foster. And Foster. We are a zoo. It's a dang <laughs> zoo. Kind of stinks in we, here. We built a zoo. It really does smell bad. Everyone's using the same litter. <laughs> and some of us forget to flush. <laughs> Looks at Saul. Saul darts his tongue again. Wait. What? I'm sorry. I'm the squire. I should really be flushing for everyone. No. No, no. Okay. You're promoted from yeah. whatever that is. Okay. <laughs> That's not squire work. I just, I just assumed. I don't know. <laughs> Alvin and I used to just let it mellow, and sometimes I forget. Right. It's just, you know. Okay. Okay. But I think now that I have these things that I feel so fiercely protective over, I'm like thinking about my childhood for the first time in a new light. Yeah. And, and I think I still have like a little bit of a chip on my shoulder that I didn't get to fight my own battles. And at the same time, I'm remembering that my brothers bullied me at home, but stood up for me at school. And I'm thinking that I understand where where my mom and my family were coming from. Yeah, you yeah. you think back and uh, you, you've sent some letters along and stuff and your mother has sent you some stuff back when you're in Esri, but you haven't been home in how, how many years would, would you think it's been? I would say it's been at, at least three. Yeah, I was thinking like, I was almost thinking like five to 10 years. Yeah. Wow. You've been gone a while and you're a decent amount younger than your brothers. Your brothers are probably like 10 years older than you. So you were a, a pretty late addition to the family. So your parents are a bit older and your mom was 
like the ranger general, was like the lead ranger out there. And you would think in the past five to ten years, she, she was starting to slow down when you left. And, and you think it's likely that there, there may have been a shift since you've been gone. You are likely to go back to a very different ice knife. Okay, so I'm picturing like a chalkboard with all of the names and like their jobs and occupations written on it so that we can like really internalize all this and make a good impression yeah. on Calder's family. Yeah. And I guess I'm telling you guys at the same time, like, so this is everything as I remember it. Mm-hmm. These are all my family connections, but a lot of this is going to feel brand new for me too. Do you think that you'll look different to them? Do you think you've physically grown up? Or gotten buffer, or is like, is your hair longer? I didn't have the beard, but <laughs> that's a striking yeah. difference. Yeah, and I feel like when you stand next to me, it makes you look taller. So like, I'll come in side by side with you, and that'll like really be a good optical illusion. Not that you need that. Yeah, well, I never, I never felt very big standing next to my brothers <laughs> or standing near my mom. But I don't know that anything's gonna fix that. Hmm. It's. It's not a forgiving place. It's it's okay. a hard way of living. And I don't know if we'll be comfortable there. But wow. my folks will try. I honestly like novelty more than I like comfort anyway. So that's going to be there. I'll be fine. Thank you, though. Yeah. Yeah, I've never experienced below freezing temperatures. I should be fine. <laughs> Ezra's pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calder looks at uh, the knit crop top Saul's wearing. <laughs> yeah, you'll be good. <laughs> it's balmy in here. Yeah. Kenna, have you ever read about the ice knife? I haven't read about the ice knife. No, mm. sorry. It sounds like from what you've shared that the ice knife is kind of equivalent to what the king's hammer was for the dwarves, which it, it was not only a powerful weapon, but kind of could act as a key to the mm. Pladar rift there. Out in the frigid north, there's basically this big rift that looks kind of like the northern lights, and you could access the Fey Wild more commonly, but you might be able to get to the Astral Plane or something as well. It's basically like this big gate. Wow. Okay. I, I still can't believe it was a relic. I thought it was just the name of a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. It's a good name for a waterfall, too. I think I'll maybe like prepare for this by kind of playing some of my mother's music mm. and maybe seeing if that allows me to enter sort of like a wintry yeah. phase. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. Callie, uh, do you play any instrument or anything as you do this, or are you just kind of singing? I guess all I have is bird pipes, so I can't <laughs> yeah. sing and play them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you kind of just um, take a little time to yourself, sing a little bit, and some of your new oceany Aladrin mm-hmm. uh, begins to freeze over again. Okay. And maybe becomes more of like ice and, and frigid instead of like snowy. Okay. Calder, you've mentioned that your mom was a ranger. What about your your dad? My dad was a ranger as well. He's not working these days. He's uh, more of a homebody. Okay. So as far as like throw snowballs at, don't throw snowballs at. This is for the chalkboard. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely (laughs) not. Okay. So kind of a grumpy guy, maybe. Grumpy guy. And then you say your brothers are Gawain and Gregor. What do you think about throwing snowballs at them? Yeah. What's the snowball snowball situation? I think, well, yeah, they used to like roll me up in the snow and, and pretend I was a snowman. Um, so 
I think they would. That sounds kind of funny. Yeah. Was it funny for you? It's negative 50 degrees outside. You really don't want to be out there for too long. Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Is that cold? Bullying, okay. All right. You know what? Yeah, you can chuck a snowball at Gregor. Yeah. Okay, I'll put that on the list. Great. <laughs> Making progress here. Yeah, I think, uh, Calder, as you remember back, like, Gregor is the younger twin. So even though just born literally like a couple minutes later, still has like a little bit of like a middle child syndrome. So hmm. can get kind mm-hmm. of like jealous and was maybe... I wouldn't go so far to say that he was cruel, right. but definitely is more mean-spirited than Gowan, whose tactics with you were overly protective, whereas right. Gregor was a little bit meaner. Okay, and any any friends that you remember? Any, any like, classmates or uh, buddies that we should try and hook up with? That try to hook up with? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, what I misspoke. Kind, what kind of trip is this? <laughs> this one wasn't me. <laughs> Just, we've been on a stinky egg for two days, all right? Uh, yeah, and why is it stinky? Flush. <laughs> Flush. Blip. Yeah, you know, I think I had some friends at school, but I think mostly, mostly we're a tight knit family, and yeah. and I don't know how much how much time we're gonna get to spend in the town if if we're really just there to grab this knife and right. get onto the Feywild. Probably a couple hats as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Great. Sweet. One to two hats. After a few days of travel, you guys finally see the seascape begin to change. You have to pay more attention to the controls of the sub as you begin having to weave in and out of icebergs. Under the water here, the packed white snow and frost takes on a light blue hue. And above you, you can see chunks of ice blocking out the sunshine and creating these dark patches. At first, the icebergs are few and far between as you approach the frigid north, uh, but they eventually become so frequent that you're having to slalom between them and follow the map to find a wide enough river to take you to the closest harbor to the ice knife, which is still going to be like a couple days hike, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it, it's this area called Flurry Harbor. Mm. Eventually, the egg has to surface since the water isn't as deep here, and you see from your viewing window, these massive glaciers and fresh blue water, chunks of ice and snow that are home to the occasional animal like seals or polar bears. You're having to slow down because you're weaving around chunks of ice here and the sun begins to set on another day, falling behind the mountains as you reach this harbor at sundown. And as you pull onto the small rocky beach here, everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Okay. 11. 10. 13. Got it. Uh, You guys look through the viewing window, and as you pull up, you see a small fishing village. I say small, but it does look like it was built for giants. So just Mm. a few homes, but they're kind of big. Mm. Basically, the river gives way to a horseshoe-shaped rock beach. There's a small single dock that's been beaten down by time, spots of mold and fungus, barnacles, but it looks like it's holding up well enough. And up on the land... You see snow-covered ground and evergreen trees, little bits of green pine poking out from under all the white. There is a little watchtower looking out over the river, uh, but it is not lit up. And there are a few of these stone cottages set up on stilts, presumably to prevent flooding if the water comes in uh, too far. Mm. And there are also a few dinghies and some fishing equipment out here, but you do not see any people. 
mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like this village is completely derelict, like it's been abandoned for a while. Is there a periscope on this egg? Like uh, something to get there a better is view? Actu- it actually can give you plus 10 to perception. So Whoa. go ahead and roll again as you uh, go in and look through the periscope. That's going to be a 26. Okay. Hey, hey. Calder, you look through the periscope instead of the viewing window. You see there's probably like eight or ten houses here, and they mostly look empty. There's no lights on or anything like that. But as you scan the area, you see a little trio of puffin folk. <laughs> These short, about halfling-sized puffin people. Uh, they've got orange, yellow, and black beaks, white and black fur, and you see that they're wearing like little coats and hats kind of bundled up, uh, and you see they're kind of looking nervously out at your vessel, and as they see the periscope looking around, uh, they tuck themselves back into the house. I guess I look around for like a, a flag of peace, uh, a white sheet. Yeah, you get you you guys have a white flag, I yeah. would assume, and your adventure is here in case you need to surrender. I'm gonna also write surrender on the white flag. <laughs> we don't have to surrender, right? It just means like we come in peace. <laughs> I cross out surrender and say and just do a smiley face. <laughs> Perfect. You guys fly a white flag and you see the puffin folk emerge from the house but keeping their distance, and uh, one in the front yells out, uh, Hello? Who goes there? Good afternoon. It is I, Calliope Petricor, and we come with nothing but the best of intentions, and I'm going to use my emissary of peace. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. 23. Okay. Ooh. You see the puffin folk look a little relieved still still a little reluctant but we merely seek safe passage on our way to ice knife they nod and go well that's not too far from here uh come come uh sorry for our, our bad manners welcome to flurry harbor oh oh thank you all right i'm gonna hop on out oh my gosh it's so cold how is this possible <laughs> i gotta go to bed I gotta go to bed. It hurts my bones. Oh, wow. Does anyone else need to hibernate? What's going on? You see, Kenna goes around, uh, just starts putting blankets on everybody. (laughs) Okay, everybody, stay warm. All we did was open the door. That was just a gust. (laughs) You know, Calder, that going outside now, like traveling in the night without a fire, is death. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's let's find our hearth. Um, okay. And we can yeah. we can warm up. Yes, yes. Uh, come along. Come into come into my home. We'll uh, share some uh, tea to warm your warm uh, your spirits. Yes, I, I can't fun. blink anymore. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Calder carries Saul. I look around for something we could bring as like an offering, right? Because I mean, guests coming empty-handed. I know that there are some cultures that that's fine, but I feel bad about Is it. Is there any other knit stuff that we might want? <laughs> not not that we want to give it's it also away. Precious. I With a heavy heart, unlock (laughs) knit bra. That's a really good call. You're so selfless. And I walk in holding out the knit bra. Here, put this jacket on, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys um, put your coats on. Kind of make sure that, uh, like she's helping you don armor, it goes over and zips everybody up. Watch your chin. Watch your chin. Ow! Sorry. Sorry. I can't feel anything. Used to doing it with plates, not with uh, coats. 
you guys uh, get all done up in your um, heavy winter coats and your blue foster tabards. Uh, mm-hmm. And you do see that foster just waddles along. <laughs> He's fine in the cold. What about gunk? You see gunk freezes. What? Uh, what is he okay? You see Gunk just looks completely frozen. Should we leave him on the egg? Mm. He needs to be fed. <laughs> he needs to be fed. We can't, he has to be fed. Well, he, might not, he might not need to be fed if oh. he's just frozen. Okay. Yeah. He's cryogenically frozen. Dr. Evil style. Saul, have you made me a little bindle to carry him with? Yeah, here we go. It's, okay. it, I actually just used like, one of the cups from your bra. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> yeah, Saul, with your sort of inherent connection to nature, you sense that gunk is frozen and thus preserved. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you, like you have punted this problem. This is okay. great. Yeah, that's what I want to do right now is just go to bed. <laughs> uh, you do begin to freeze as you accidentally uh, roll up one of your sleeves. <laughs> we got to go inside, yeah. guys. <laughs> come, come this way. Uh, you are brought into, uh, it looks like it, it would be a giant's house, but you see these uh, three little uh, puffin folk uh, walk in. Uh, you see uh, there are plants. Looks like they might have had to be like magically enchanted. Mm. A lot of them probably wouldn't normally survive in the winter, but you instantly get into this warm home. <sighs> Uh, you see a table set up in the in the middle. You see lots of rugs and animal furs and things like that to keep everything warm in here. And there's this like giant clay stove that uh, sort of heats the whole house. <sighs> you go inside and everything uh, already feels warm. Cozy. And uh, this puffin folk puts on a kettle of tea and goes, Nice to meet you. I'm Roscoe and this is Birdie. I'm Birdie! Ros- and Clyde. Hey. <laughs> Roscoe, Birdie, uh, and Clyde. Aren't you a collection? Yeah. Aren't you a menagerie? Yes, of course. So um, you've, we don't get many visitors to uh, Flurry Harbor. What, uh, what brings you to the frigid north? We're, we're on our way to, to my hometown. Uh, oh. The village of Ice Knife. Oh, okay. It's not not too far from here. Probably uh, a, a day or, or two's ride if you, if you had a, a sledge or, or something like that. Ooh. Do yeah. Uh, Do can we? we like? Can we just prop the egg up and slide it? Um, oh yeah, that's a good question. I don't think you could carry a submarine through the tundra. I think our no. plan was to take a river up there. Uh, you guys do have to hike at some point. Okay. So essentially, okay. essentially, the way that the frigid north is laid out is Frostwind is in like the southeast of it, okay. and the ice knife is kind of like right square in the middle. You guys through this river were able to take like a western route and go deeper into the continent to get mm-hmm. towards the middle and basically cut like a hundred miles off of your okay. trip. Wow. You know, we we have some animals. If if you have a, a spare sled here in Flurry Harbor. Well, we're um, currently a little bit low on supplies. Uh, w- we had some um, friends of ours, uh, the, the other uh, people who, who live in this village, have uh, gone out on a little um, hunting expedition and have taken most of our equipment. They, they were supposed to have gotten back uh, tonight uh, and they haven't gotten back yet, which is uh, concerning. And it's, okay. just, it's just the three of us and there's, um, you know, a, a group of polar orcs nearby named oh, the um, Frozen <laughs> Fist. And they are quite fearsome. They're sort of actually kind of between you and the ice knife. They're out in the tundra there. Uh-huh. Um, but the mountains uh, to the west, that's where 
our friends have 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 gone. Um, and your friends are your friends giants. Uh, there, there are giants, giants and and, and puffin folk. Yes. What are they hunting? Yeah. Uh, hunting animals, just trying to get game. food. Yeah. Okay. For, us, uh, us puffin folk are, are able to just subsist on on fish. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it goes. Oh, by the way, is any is anyone hungry? I hide gunk. <laughs> <laughs> Calder thinks about the whale and says, "I could have, I could have some fish." Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. It goes out. Um, you see, they they pull some nets and Birdie, Clyde, and Roscoe just start like popping the fish cold, um, but cook them up for you guys and serve them to you with your tea. <sighs> okay. Well, do you want us to go look for them, your friends? Yeah, uh, yes, uh, I suppose, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I mean, perhaps if we could help you, maybe you could help us make a sled. I've never made a sled, and I... I well, am uh, good uh, for the labor, but maybe you guys know better how to make it. I would think our friends might might have one. Okay. Out there, if if you could if you could find their sledge, you 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 might be able to find uh, them as well. Great. Okay. I, I don't know what I mean. The, look, they're giants of the frigid north, right? So uh, they can they can survive out here. It's not a, a death wish. I wouldn't recommend you going out. Or I mean, if, if you think you can all survive out at. At night, obviously, we'd like to find out what happened to our friends. But if you need to go out in the morning, that's that's fine too. I think morning's the yeah. move. Actually, I'm so sorry. the The fire is like really bright. I'm just still adjusting to it. I'm gonna put on my my glasses for a second here. Okay. I'm just gonna do a quick scan, mm. make sure that they are not uh, mothership related. Great. Uh, give me a insight check, Saul. Okay. That's gonna be a twenty three. Saul, usually when you look at people. Uh, with these, they either, you know, sometimes parts of them can register as organic, parts of them are inorganic if Alexandrite isn't fully taking them over. Mm-hmm. Red is usually inorganic, and there's like a green-blue color that is organic. From these guys, you're getting like a brownish-purple color. So it seems like a mixture? See, it, it does not seem completely normal. Like when you look, you've got your sunglasses on, mm-hmm. you look over at Callie and Calder and Kenna... And they are green. Okay. Some influence there. Something. What was that? Um. I said there's some influence there uh, in terms of your decor. I'm like oh, really yes. getting sort of like a ski lodge vibe. It's kind of a mod jungle. So, oh yes, yeah. we went out to a ski lodge I'm one a... time. Us puffin folk are big because we don't have to use the ski lift, so we're oh, able to cute. kind of quickly flutter to the top. I so bet you don't even fun. need to wear skis. You just That's slide true. down just on your slip feet. Just slip-slide down yeah. on our feet there. That seems fun. Well, I love what you've done with the place, and so I feel that ski lodge sort of like, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm a bit of a budding interior designer. <laughs> so. Excellent, excellent. You should see her tiny huts. Oh, I would I would love to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, right you, you now. Know, you don't have to waste right your now. spells now if you if you, okay. if you wouldn't like to. Uh, but yes, um, you're you're welcome to, um, uh, we, we do have an unoccupied house that you're more than welcome to stay in. Uh, you, you, you can you can stay here if you'd like mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, you know, if you're willing to brave the, the frigid north night, uh, you, you can head off into the mountains. It's sort of... Yeah, you know, we've come we've come a long way, I think, resting in, in a nearby house if one's unoccupied. That, uh, yes. that yeah. sounds lovely. We, we don't want to interrupt your evening. Yeah. Yeah, uh, of, of course, of course. Uh, you see uh, Roscoe hops down uh, from his chair, uh, sort of flutters down, and walks you guys to uh, a house on the other end of the village. Like I said, there's only like 10 or 12 houses here. 
takes you up, opens the door, and you see house with a similar layout. He goes over, he uh, gets the fire going. There's basically like a living area with like a bunch of chairs and a table. And then you see that there's a, a big bed in a bedroom. Um, and a couple of like smaller cots, like uh, maybe some other people stay here, or this is like some kind of guest house. And you see there's also like a dresser with a mirror on it. Um, and Roscoe goes, take as much time as you need. What What's ours is is yours. And uh, we'd be more than happy to, um, I'm, I'm sure our allies would, would be happy to loan a sledge to you if, if you were able to help them out of whatever jam they've gotten themselves into. Um, I'm just yeah. going to do a quick insight check on our whole interaction about these uh, lost allies. Mm. Great, yeah. Give me an insight check. That is a three. Okay. You're you're not really getting a read on it. You're just like, yeah, it makes sense. They they sent a hunting party out. They haven't come back. I am going to when they leave. I'm going to put my glasses on and see. Since Saul is a clone, does he have a different aura than mm. myself or Carter? He does not have okay. a different aura. I wasn't sure if they yeah. were clones or something. No. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> just doing a test. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, you see, yeah, Saul is registering the same green-blue, okay. uh, and you guys see these guys head out. Okay, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is some sort of evolution of Alexandrite magic or if they're sleeper agents or something like that, but I was picking up something. Yeah, do you want me to, like, pass without trace and go just try to s see if I find anything weird in, like, the trash cans or anything? Might not be a bad idea. Cool. Okay. We could play that. We could spin that if we get caught. Okay. So I'm just going to mm. nip out just by myself. Okay. And okay. Can I give you a jacket? Can I bundle you up just a little bit? It's very cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's bundle right, me she's up. bundled. I've got it. I've got you it. All right. I'm the squire here. I bundle everybody. <laughs> I just worry us all. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I just want to see if there's anything weird I can scare up. Kelly, wait. Your your hat. Let me tie it. And as I tie it down, I cast invisibility on Callie. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. So Callie, I'll say. If that's the case, yeah. I might see if there's a way to sneak in, or at least like listen at the window. Great. Yeah, you can do some deeper digging now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe do a little bit of detect thoughts. Great. On these okay. puffin folk. Callie. Go ahead, and we won't make you make a stealth check. You're out. Uh, it, it's night now. It's windy. Go ahead and give me a perception check, and then give me an insight check. I'm bad at both. That is a 16 to perception, 8 to insight. Okay. You sneak to the outside of Roscoe's house. Mm -hmm. You hear them talking sort of in hushed tones, concern, a little bit concerned about you guys. Like, was it the right idea to uh, let them stay here? I don't know, it's not safe. And, and Clyde goes, it's not safe without the big guys around. I don't know that we should be having people stay here. Okay. I'm Birdie! Okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Birdie. <laughs> Saul's whispering to Calder, I don't trust Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all right. <laughs> uh, and Roscoe and uh, the other Puffin folk are, are mm. talking about you guys and whether or not it's safe that they're having people here. They're worried because the giants are gone. Mm -hmm. And they're also worried about these polar orcs that are nearby, these orcs of the frozen fist. And then as I detect thoughts, am I getting 
anything electronic in there. It very much reflects the things that they're saying in a way that's maybe a little bit strange, where you're kind of like, you're not thinking of anything else. You're just thinking of your friends are gone and you're worried about this these new people. Nothing unique is really popping up in your head. You didn't have like a weird stray thought. Everything that they're thinking is coming out of their mouths. Are they like clay constructs made out of dirt or awakened animals? They seem like they're puffin folk. Puffin folk, okay, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll dig through the trash real quick. Okay, give me an investigation check. Okay, Okay, well, that's not my strength, so 11. Okay, Uh, you look around weirdly clean. Weirdly, everything around here is undisturbed. Like clean, like no refuse? Correct. Oh, this is so weird. Okay, I, I go back and I report this all. Okay. While she was gone, we tore up the room searching for bugs to make sure that there's nothing planted here. Go ahead and give me investigation checks. I'll give Calder the help action. You got this, Holmes? I take out my magnifying glass. (laughs) That is a 18. Uh, Calder, is there anywhere specifically that you're looking? Uh, I'll say with an Uh, 18, that'll get you. If you really focus up on like an area, you might find something. So you've got this main room with this stove here uh, that's uh, lit up, heating the whole area. You've got uh, this bedroom that has this like dresser and this mirror. And then you have the sort of main room that's like the kitchen slash uh, living area with like a table. I guess the the dresser, the mirror. Okay. Um, I'd want to make sure there wasn't anything electronic uh, mm. spying on us. Calder, you go over to the mirror. You see that it is not completely flush with the wall, that it is out a little bit. And as you pull it off, you see that there is a little hole that is filled with some kind of arcane smoke. This doesn't look good. What? Callie, do you know what the spell is? Calder? Uh, go ahead and give me arcana checks. That's not good for, that's only a nine for me. Okay. That is a 16 for me. I mean, is it poisonous? With a 16, you can tell it's not poisonous. This mm-hmm. does not look like any kind of weapon. It looks like it is some type of not a full teleportation spell, but maybe like some connection for somebody to be able to listen or see that this would essentially have another hole that somebody, as if they were in the next room over, would be able to listen into. You said that the thoughts were like all uniform almost? Like they were- They're just very, you know, a lot of people, if they're saying, I love this soup, that what they're really thinking is like, God, I want to fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And so there's like, there is the external and the internal world and they're not usually so synchronized like they are Almost like they're programmed. Yes, that's why I was almost like, are they constructs? Can I check to see if the mirror is a two-way mirror? Sure, yeah, You the mirror looks regular. Okay. It's this strange arcane hole that looks like it's doing the work. But like, if if the mirror was placed over it, it's not like you could see through the mirror on the other side. It's like purely a like audio wiretap. It's kind of what we're Seems looking at. Seems like an audio wiretap. Um, okay. Are they, I really want to sneak up on them in a way that, are they inert when we aren't there? Should we like try and plant some false information. Now we're like in the bathroom, the water's running. Okay, so you guys are awake yeah, from the yeah. hole. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I would have sure. assumed that. Yeah. yeah, you can put the kind of mirror back up to the hole, covering mm-hmm. it completely, and then you're in a different room. Do we feel okay. safe to sleep here tonight? 
Maybe we should take shifts. We could take yeah. shifts. If let's take luck. shifts. Yeah, let's, let's not all sleep at the same time. Yeah. These little birds are scary. <laughs> what do you know about polar orcs? Hmm. Calder, go ahead and give me a history check. I'm like wondering if they bartered some sort of deal with Alexandrite. That's a 19. Okay. There are a bunch of settlements of polar orcs that prefer the cold that are out here. Mm -hmm. And you don't know anything specifically about the frozen fist, but you guys like, you know, there, there are polar orc villages and stuff not far from where you guys were in the ice knife. And you guys didn't really have any problems. Usually out here, the weather is bad enough that people aren't, going out trying to pick fights. Like generally, mm. if you choose to live out in the tundra, you're kind of cool with the other people that are out there. You're battling the elements. Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. know of any vulnerabilities in what's going on with them that Alexandrite would prey upon? You don't. Okay. Okay. All right. Fuck. All right. Okay. Let's start taking shifts and get yeah. a good night's sleep so we can head out in the morning. Okay. Sweet. Should we try and plug the hole? Yeah, let's do it. Great. Okay. Uh, you guys take some time. Oh, you know what we should do is like, let's all hang up our coats on it so that it, it doesn't seem like we discovered it, mm. but we're like blocking the sound. Just very loudly say, wow, there's no place to hang our coats. I guess right. we'll have to use this mirror. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yes. I need to hang up my coat too. You guys Mine. take some time. Uh, you cover this arcane uh, listening hole. I'll do, I'm going to do a detect magic okay, around yeah. the hut, too, before. You know what? Everybody give me investigation checks as Callie casts detect magic. I'm also doing my divine sense. I can't believe I almost oh. got to do that. 17. Okay. 11. Okay. 11. The little hole is some kind of, like I was saying, teleportation magic mm -hmm. where it's, it's not a full teleport, but it's opening a gate basically yeah. between two places. Mm -hmm. You also sense the residue calder of, of like a mending spell that was cast in the past like couple days. Oh, it, it seems like beyond mending, like this house was maybe broken down at some point and, and fixed up. Oh, is this, are we staying in a flip? Is this a really cheap Airbnb? Oh, I thought I had a bad vibe. Um, wow. Now that I have a sniff of that, can I just like look around for any signs of struggle, any battles like near, near the village? Are you going to go outside or where are you going? Yeah, maybe I'll go outside and see if there's even just like tracks in the snow just outside of where they might have like swept it clean. Okay. Mm. Are you stealthing or are you just walking out? Uh, I'll stealth. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Okay. Give you a ball to guess you head out. Okay. 18 for stealth. Calder, you sneak out. There is a lot of snowfall here. Like you see flakes of snow falling out. You see that the snow is sort of lit up by the moon here. You sense, I'll say like Callie reaches like a, a larger area with this detect magic bigger than that house. You see that there was some mending like outside, like basically as far as the range of detect magic goes, there was some magic to cover something up here. You also, as you go out, give me a new investigator perception check. That's a 26. Okay. You don't see any footsteps from this supposed hunting party going out into the mountains, but you do see the footprints of polar orcs. There's not enough of them to surround the village, but you see about four 
of these blue orcs wearing thick hide armor, lying in wait, hiding amongst the evergreen trees here, and looking out towards the fire in your guys' room and towards the one in the Puffin folks' room, but they do not see you with your stealth check, but you see them. Okay. Um, Calder does a like a low hunting whistle and says quietly, What are you hunting, friend? The orcs jump, get really spooked. Oh, oh my god! Who are you? Sorry. Who are you? You one of them? Sorry to scare you. Are you one of them? I'm a visitor. I'm passing through. Give me a persuasion check. Oh, I, I didn't use the bardic that Callie gave me ah. before, did I? Thank you, Callie. That's an eight. Uh, 22. They still look suspicious because you're somebody that snuck up onto them as they're trying to sneak up on somebody else. So they're scared. They have their like hands on their weapon. But you notice that they look like young and inexperienced. Mm-hmm. One dude has a a sword that he should be holding in two hands that he only has in one hand that uh, and he's got a shield with it. You would normally not do that with this like big great sword. He looks a little scrawny for it. This looks like a really slapdash team. Uh, but you see that uh, one guy is kind of puffing his chest out and acting like the leader and goes, Okay, yeah, you look different than the creatures that were there. I don't mean you any harm. These creatures, look, they're weirding me out. They're weirding my friends out. They're very off-putting. Yeah, the strange dwarves that came out of the river. (laughs) The the what? The dwarves that came from the sea. The puffin people? The who? You gotta come back to my house and (laughs) tell me everything. Calder, as you're talking with them... You guys, Callie and Saul, suddenly hear a little knock at your door. Uh, sorry, we're all indecent. Yeah, I, I thought I hung, hung up the do not disturb. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Uh, I, I just thought um, I, I'd come by and uh, we might have a, a, a little chat. I think one of your friends uh, has wandered off and I'm, I'm worried about him. Oh, well, he's, he hasn't been home in a while, so I think he's just, like, reacquainting himself with the, the icy world. Yeah. Oh. I'll open the door. Okay. You open the door. Just a crack. Roscoe uh, sticks his head in. I'm afraid that he's currently talking to some of the frozen fist out there, and I believe they're mm-hmm. trying to surround the village. So I think your friend is in great danger. We've actually had a lot of success talking to people rather than fighting them. So maybe he's just trying a new diplomatic strategy. Is he? You see, he puts his wing on the door and you feel a surprising amount of strength against it. A new strategy, you say? No, no. I think I've seen this one before. I know all of your moves. He begins rapidly growing, and his feathers morph and pull back to reveal the face of Alexandrite. Really? And that's where we'll end our session. Damn! Oh. Don't oh, open the door. No. 
Oh, jeez. Roscoe. I mean, I felt like we weren't going to get anything interesting if I didn't open a door. Yeah, yeah you got it. You got it. I mean, you got to open it. He's going to kick in the door anyway. Yeah, you got to open it a crack. Yeah, uh-huh. you know that you know that Puffin's secretly strong. You know he can get a door open. Come on yeah. now. He can fly down the chimney if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Ape Book Club. We haven't done yeah. that in a minute. So be on the wow. Can I be on it? Ape Book Club. You know what? Maybe. Yeah. We'll think, about it. we'll think about it. I'll take it maybe. It's not enough. All right. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Ooh. I'll kick it off. Uh, we've got uh, next week, we've got some big live shows. Washington, yeah. D.C. Yes. will be doing mm-hmm. Dungeon Court Live on January 18th, and Boston will be doing actual play on January 19th. Get those tickets at madpod.com slash live. They're going to be our last live shows for a while, so if you yeah. want to see us, folks, come to these shows. Come We're to D.C. or yes. Boston. Entering a deep, deep slumber after that. Wow. That's right. We're hibernating. Uh, sweet. Uh, and with that, uh, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use, at Me at Call These Caldwell, Addy Astro Demily, and at your coach is Jake, and you tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD, that's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. And now it is time to thank our benevolent council of elders, and they are Brad D, Jeffrey Stack, Lord of the Fjord, Hugh C, Later McSkater, Matt M, Cutter W, Feared Al, Jeff C, Daniel G, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, aka Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I, Danny Danster, TJ M, Trele the Cray, Christopher B, Damiel R, Jordan L, Cyborg Version of Josh the Kobold, Stevie Wags, Boston Powers, Master of the Fat Bastard Sword, Hell Yes, Princess Yar, Jory S, Jack L, Nicholas C, star of every film ever made in Bohemia, now back in action after Union Victory, Samuel B, Mike H, Alka Smeltzer Plus, Great Value Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, Knee Badger, Panama James, Horadrian, Rex Daniel the White, Diana DLL, CC Lulu, Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, Reiko, Calder Comes Cold, Warm Mage Hand, Love You Fairies, Taylor B, the Vengeful One Winged Angel, Cass Skateboard Cass, Stephen C's Stevens on the C's C, Mike K, Lady Taco, and Team Incredulity, Joy T, Jake L, Nick W, William W, Big Bad Beardo, the Mad Anorama, Percival, Frederickstein von Muscle, Klawowski, the Rollo, the Third, Adam, the Simple Dimples, Vincent Incorrigible Daniels, the Sandrian, Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, Christian S, a cell from the prison of elders, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, Sean, the Shade Tree Mechanic of Zelbeldar, Summer RG, Kat C, Misa of House in Zunza, Ariel, the Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, aka Valacy Raptor, B Perky Always, Pat L, Maxwell J, Lauren H, Nolani, the Coffee Barista Brewing Fighter of Olympial and Bohemia, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, Annie, the Feywild Therapist, Skillful Ferret, Connor Savage, Salil, Weed Goku 69, aka Trevor G, Leviathan Biocourt 7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub Hop Dropper, Jack H, King of the Mole People Under Iron Deep, Wearing Murph's Jack Skellington Hoodie, Lindsay W, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Scrip Scripper, Noah the Bullywug Boy, Release the Filthy Guppy Cut, James G, Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, who? 
Stripey, Daddy Master Dandy, Han the Green Teen, Eric B, Marcos, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, Frida M, Pago's self-proclaimed Faye King, back on their regularly programmed Faye Shenanigans, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Maggie S, Holly Hyena, Leah H, Hunter H, Akash Thakar, Andrew Crick Plains Walker, Stuck in Cricksney World, Dufinius, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Yes the Whole Thing, Yes Every Time, Cody C, Keychains Pentium 2, Processor, Lorelei the Succubus, and Kira her busty queen, Matt M, your friendly neighborhood Yant and Yunkle, Andrew and Sid, John Adams, Yes Like the President, Meg the Mail Carrier Manager of Bohemia, James F, Jimmy a, M4L, Austin S, Wayfarer, now has to do something with the trolls, get rid of them, turn to page 42, keep them, turn to page 69, nice. Shane C, Barpo, Goodbarrel, Bard, Barian, Welsh, Lander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Mr. D, Dana the Daisy, Ethan B, Havi the Half-Orc, Renee the Monster Captain, Box Clifton, Olivia the Enchanting Bard, who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of The Mounting Crows, Winter, Slade, Sammy B, Bahumia's finest linguist, Riley S, Fico, Angry Wheat, Garrett the Artificer, Anthony the Raddest of Dudes, Josh H, Caleb LS, Fairy Followers are celebrating hashtag CCC, I Love Sunny, hashtag Gut the Fish, hashtag PTFC, Ponderful the Pink Dragon, Scourge of the Bookstore, Hoarder of Joke Books, Cantrip Dumbledore, the Bear Onesie Wearing Barbarian, Lexi H, MJ, the BFG, Drinking Tea, By the Sea, Cam the Frogman, Artavius Crass, Gino T, Mama Bell, the Silver Serpent herself, Kanat Spell the Wizard, Derek D, Tristan the Talentless Hunk, Leon Kamori, Legendary Hero of Bahumia from a Future Campaign, BTA Workshop, Shenanigans O'Connor, Mios the Great, Alex K, Joshua S, Alexander, Linz W, Angel La Pamela the Forever Vindicated, Emma S, Red the Reforged, Warforged, Executive Producer Dick Wolf, Creator of the Upcoming Series Law and Order Bahumia, Starring Lead Bullywog Actor Young David Hasselhoff. Very nice. A cat napping in a sunbeam listening to a podcast. Hunter W. Nyack's Nasty Nut. Shell B. Kenna's second favorite Sprite Girl. She is exiting 2023. Finally, Cancer 3. Good Anya. Jackson HT3RHX, Official Ned Flanders. Troy D. Blaze, Future King of the Pirates. Blake H. Searching for a sweet blue hole with his bestie, Big Bev. Pawpaw Skydays, Mima Skydays. Oh, it's V. Tommy W. Mike and Lisa sending love to y'all. Haley the Human, Megan N. The Big M. Balnor's best friend, Steve. Jake's Ramen Shop, RIP. Melchior the Brave Lion and Warrior, who even cares about the rest of the party. Karjish, Benjamin A. Sacrificial Otaku, pen name for Callie's cousin who discovered anime and is trying to spread the word all over Bahumia. Jiggy Merlino, Mickle A, Angie A, two mid-sized robot yaks unrelated to the five yak zords, Froki, the two crew blew through, Jacob K, Maple the shy bookworm, Ashley, Seth E, Billy B, Tori the blind bisexual dragoose, Sock Monkey Bob, Edelweiss, the charismatic arcane trickster, Jackal, Michael L.S. the second, Cobbers, Bobbers, the Coblin, Bobbin, Goblin, of course, Nova, Cry, Hilda, Thunderheart, the human barbarian, Parcel, Dex, Riddleswell, and of course, Hannah A. Thank you, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>